Bible, Psalm 24, we'll read, uh, I think we'll probably read the first five verses of that particular psalm, and uh, it's, it's a psalm that we've been talking about, and I, I am thankful for the privilege to uh, have this audience of people that have joined us on this Wednesday night, and want to take full advantage of that and talk to you from this passage, the word of the Lord, and it's a, it's a help to us. The word of the Lord is a help to us, and I believe it knows what we need. I'm looking forward to next Wednesday night. I don't know if I mentioned it in announcements, but next Wednesday night is a special service. It's our uh, youth service, and I, I would love for everybody that's here to be there. Uh, they'll be blessed by your, you being here, and uh, our young people are just doing outstanding. We're blessed. Uh, wow, that graduation, you, if you missed the graduation, that was a great night, and we had two of the best graduate. Emma and Kaiser, they're just great kids, and uh, I'm, just, I'm just thankful. We have a great group of youth, and I'm, I'm thankful for our youth and ask that you would support them by being here on Wednesday night. Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. That's you and me. For he, speaking of the Lord, hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. And then verse 5 says this, and I think I'll spend a little time on this verse tonight. He, speaking of the one that has made it to the hill, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. I'm going to talk for just a few minutes tonight from this. Hope and help are on that hill. Hope and help are on that hill. I want to look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. If you're thankful that you can find help and hope on that hill, lift your hands and give God praise and thanksgiving for the help that you find in Him. Father, tonight I lift my hands, my voice, and I rejoice that if I can get there, that I will find that you have for me blessing and righteousness. What a wonderful gift that you give. There is hope and there is help on that hill. Help me to be prepared. Help me to do what I need to do to get to you and find that. If you're thankful for the Lord, clap your hands now and give him, give him just a little more praise because he's worthy. God, I praise you tonight because you are worthy. God bless you. You may be seated. I am so grateful that he is here and he certainly is. Hope and help are on that hill. We find that the word of the Lord tells us in Psalm 121 and 1, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. I'm thankful that I have a God that I can find help and hope in Him. I believe that uh, we are getting to the place where people are starting to recognize the hopelessness that there is in this world. This world is not getting better. We are not on the verge of a breakthrough where everything is going to be beautiful and bright. We are dealing with difficulty that isn't getting better. It seems to only 
get worse. Sister Lulabelle, I was talking with somebody today telling them about the testimony because this is not the first time that we've got to gas being $4 a gallon. I remember the last time when you stood and you testified that you remember when it was a dime a gallon. Now, I don't go that far back. I remember when I used to work at a gas station, there was only a couple digits in the price, but it wasn't one zero. It was probably nine nine. But you remember when it was a dime a gallon, but you didn't have a dime to get a gallon of gas. Now it's back up well over $4 a gallon. And I got a feeling it's not going to get better. But I do know this, that the same God that saw us through the last time it was $4 a gallon is the one that's going to see us through no matter how much it is a gallon because He is still the same. I'm not going to look to government. I'm not going to look to others. I'm going to look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. I know a God that is still on the throne and it doesn't matter how dark, how difficult the day may be, I have a God that is still there. I just want to get to that hill where my help and hope is. So, we talked about it. I think it was last Wednesday when we talked about how do we get to that hill? How is it that we find access? What are the requirements to get to that hill. And we, we found out that there are four requirements that are stated, and they're stated with uh, clarity clean hands, pure heart, with no vanity, and no deceitfulness or no lying, no false promises. So we have requirements. It's not just that everybody can go to that hill where there is help and hope, it's required that we have clean hands, that we have a pure heart, and that there is no vanity. We live in a world that is filled with vanity. Everywhere you go, people are consumed with themselves. It's all about them. They're very, very vain. And we also live in a world that is filled with false promises. How many of you know that we we have politicians on both sides of the fence that say things that they can't do? We have politicians that make promises that they never intend to keep. They make promises that they think will get them elected. They know when they make them they have no ability to fulfill them. There are not people on that hill that make false promises. There are not people on that hill that are vain. There are not people on that hill with dirty hands or an impure heart. The ones that find help and hope on that hill are those that have clean hands, a pure heart, no vanity, and no deceitfulness or false promises. Verse 5 says that God is at their side and with His help, they will make it. I want to tell every one of you that God is at your side and with His help you will make it. Let me just say that again. God is at your side and with His help you will make it. I'll go on from there and say this, that if He's not at your side and on your side you will not make it. Doesn't matter how good you have it it doesn't did you know that the wealthiest of the wealthy if and when it all goes to naught and the value of the dollar is zero it doesn't matter how many of those you have zero times whatever number is still zero 
So people may say, oh no, I'll be fine. I don't care if gas goes to $10 a gallon. I got plenty of money to pay for that gas until the value of what you have is diminished. There are people that make decisions and when they make decisions, the value of the dollar is diminished. What are you saying tonight, Pastor? I'm saying, I'm not trying to strike fear in anyone. I'm trying to give hope to you that your hope and your help comes from the Lord. If he's on your side, that's what one version of verse 5 says. With God on your side, you will make it. Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to make it. Why? How? We're going to make it because we know that there is hope and help on that hill. I know how to get there. I have to have clean hands, a pure heart. I cannot be vain. And I cannot swear deceitfully or make false promises. God is at their side and with his help, they make it. This is what happens to God seekers. That's what the passage that follows says. This is what happens to God seekers. What happens to God seekers? They make it. They survive the storm. They make it through the difficulty. God takes them to the other side. God seekers are those that say, I'm not going to let him out of my sight. I'm not going to let him get away from me. I don't know if you've observed this, Emily, but the last few times, anytime Nova's around, if I'm anywhere near, she's just like consumed. I mean, we had a little birthday party or a little graduation party for Emma and I mean, she was like attached to my leg right here. She wouldn't. And tonight, somebody brought her up, and my wife brought her up and said, uh, Nova's wanting to, uh, she's wanting to make sure that you look at her boots. I'd already seen her boots three times. No offense, I've seen the boots. They're beautiful. She just, she wasn't letting me out of her sight. During testimony service tonight, I was trying to pay attention to you, but she was trying to talk to me because there's something about it. She just wants to keep me in her sight. She wants to be there. That makes me feel she's apologizing. I'm like, don't apologize. That, I just, you know, wish my wife was like that. No, I'm just kidding anyway. <laughs> don't apologize. I'm thankful that the, the sweet little girl has, has uh, she's just like mesmerized. And I, I thought about that. You know, that's the way that if we would be about him, if we could get that... You know what it says, the the passage that follows, it says, this is what is for God seekers. You're going to find help and you're going to find hope. You're going to find righteousness. You're going to find blessing. You're going to find what you need when you make up your mind. I'm not letting him get out of my sight. I'm not letting him leave me. I, I don't, I, I'm going to come on Wednesday morning for prayer. I'm going to be here Wednesday night. Anytime the door's open, I'm going to be there. And it doesn't have to be open. I'm going to find a closet of prayer. What are you saying tonight, Pastor? I'm saying in this world that we live in, it's not getting better. We better make up our mind. The only way we're going to make it, the only way... That God is going to help us is if we put him primary focus of our life. Oh, we're so easily distracted. There are things that, that don't, they don't mean anything that we make such a priority. I'm trying to get better at that. You know, I, I remember back in the day that if the Cardinals lost a game and, and it was an important game, I would be upset for a long time. And then I started thinking about that. I'm like, how? who, who cares, really? When I get to heaven, Sister McMillan, I'm, I would, I'm not going to care less if the Cardinals won that game or not. 
Now, I'm just being transparent for you because I'm, I'm sure that if it's not the Cardinals, it's something else that you have prioritized and made it so significant and so important when really in the whole scheme of things, it's not. Help us, Lord, especially as we see the day approaching. I was talking with Brother Butler tonight. He said, you know, the Bible says this. In the last days, perilous times shall come. I know what he was saying. He was basically saying, look around. Open up the newspaper if they still have those. Flip out the phone and check the stories. Every time you see something, it's pointing to the fact that perilous times have arrived. Ladies and gentlemen, perilous times are here. And you know what I told him? When you see these things begin to happen, you know what the Bible says? Look up. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. I don't know what people do without him. And I know this. The worse it gets, the better he's looking. And I'm not going to have my eyes down here. I'm going to get my eyes upon the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. So as you see, Psalm 121, it unfolds and tells us basically that what verse 5 of the 24th Psalm is saying, that blessing and righteousness, salvation comes from the Lord. If we could get to that hill, if we could get to that hill, we will find help and hope are on that hill. Blessing, righteousness, salvation from sin, help. Hope, healing, it's there. It's at that hill. Psalm 121, if you have your Bible and can turn there, we will conclude this study on the fifth verse of the 24th Psalm by looking to the 121st Psalm. And it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help, verse 2, My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. We see a parallel here. We see that he says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So we we find that he's talking about the same. The psalmist is talking about the same God. One says, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. This one says, My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. And then it says this, Something so significant and so satisfying. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. In other words, you won't stumble because he won't sleep. You won't stumble because he won't sleep. Now most of you probably don't even care that Walmart is not open from 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. Probably doesn't matter to a whole lot of people because not many people need something after 11 or before 6. But there are a few that have weird hours and they need things after 11. I'm surprised now that 11 o'clock is something that we pay attention to. It never was before because before... We could go anytime, Sister Lulabound. Now, you weren't generally there at 2 in the morning, but if we needed something at 2 o'clock in the morning, we could make our way to Walmart and we could get it. If I had, if something just hit me and I had a craving for donuts at 2 o'clock in the morning, 
I could just, I could go there and get donuts. I've never had that happen, but if it did, I could have had access. And it's amazing to me, Sister Shelby, I never, never even worried about it. I just knew that it was always open. But now I'm paying attention to it, the fact that it closes at 11. It closes at 11. Brother Littles was talking the other day. He had some, he's like, well, it was after, he said, I guess I'm going to have to get the stuff for, uh, Brother Littles made peach cobbler, apple cobbler, pear cobbler. Was those the three? The three, he, he made those and I don't, oh, we were, we were helping at that party and got, Tied up doing things that we weren't planning on doing, trying to survive getting our feet scalded. And we, he's like, I guess I'm going to have to get the supplies for that because it got too late to get the supplies. He goes, I guess I'm going to have to go get those in the morning. And so he was probably there at 6 o'clock because I know he had peach cobbler for Valor Project. So uh, just thinking about that, he couldn't just go and get it. It wasn't, they decided they closed Walmart. Didn't have access. Instant access wasn't available. Here's what the Bible says about the Lord. Your feet will not be moved. You don't have to worry about stumbling. You don't have to worry about falling because he's never going to sleep. He's always on call. 24-7, 365 or 6, depending on the year. He's always available. Your foot, it won't stumble. And, uh, and in other words, he's there. If you're on that hill, he, he will keep you balanced. He will keep you from stumbling. He will keep you from falling. And he's always there to do it. Seems like when people get sick, it's always the weekend or people get sick, it's the middle of the night and there's not as many people there to respond to that call. Not God. He's always on call. He's there for you when you need him to be. Your foot won't slump, won't stumble because he won't slumber. He doesn't sleep. He's constant. He's always there. Keeps you as shade from the sun. That's what the passage says. He keeps you as shade from the sun. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. I'll look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. And my help is from a God that is shade from the sun. Has anybody noticed that summer's doing its best to get here? The AC on me blowing at full at full blast. Whenever I get in, I, I drove Tess's car. <clears throat> it's amazing how you pay particular attention to gas mileage now. I don't know what's happening. I decided I'm not taking the Yukon to St. Louis. I'm gonna take Tess's car because Sister Lulabelle, I got a car. That the window don't work and the air condition don't work. So I need somebody to give me a car. Tess didn't give it to me, but I told her, I'm, I didn't even tell her. I just drove her car to St. Louis because I was worried about the air condition. I wanted to make sure that I had, because it's getting hot outside. That's why I was seriously paying attention to the weather. I don't want it to be 97 degrees on Sunday because I know what it takes to try to get that gym cool. It ain't going to happen if it's 97 on Sunday. We need it to be about 67 because summer is here. The heat from the sun causes you to get hot. 
How many of you know there are people that don't pay attention to that? They get heat strokes. You know what they need to find? They need to find shade from the sun. They need to find that there is something that can protect them. How many of you know it's getting hotter out there? I'm not talking about the weather now. I'm talking about the world that we live in. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And we need shelter. We need shade from the sun. We find that in him, in the sun. We find that he is. If we can get to the hill, there's help and there's hope on that hill. I'm thankful. I'm thankful tonight for the hope that is on that hill. Keeps you as shade from the sun. The elements, the elements are no match for him. We read on and find that the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. I looked up the definition of preserve. It says to keep in the original state. God, when you receive the power of the Holy Ghost, when he empowered you with the Holy Ghost, he is able to keep you. How many of you know that there's something special about new converts? I love new converts because they got fresh fire. But I want you to know that the same God that filled you with the Holy Ghost and gave you that wonderful experience is able to keep you in your original state. He's able to preserve thee. We were talking about it just the other day. My wife um, makes strawberry jam. I don't, I don't know if that's preserves or not, but I, I like, and we're about to run out of it, and so we're like, we need to do something else so that so we can have some more of that strawberry jam. He's able to preserve. He's able to preserve you in the original state. It doesn't matter what the outside elements may attempt to do to your life. How many has the devil ever worked on you? Anybody the devil ever worked on you? He tries hard to distract, detour, steal, kill, destroy. He has no hope against our help. And our help comes from the Lord. Always. The Bible says, the Lord shall preserve thy going out, thy coming in, from from this time forth, even forevermore. He's able to preserve, to protect To keep you in your coming and your going always, forever. I was talking to somebody today. They said, every time I talk to you, you're on the road. Well, that's because I'm on the road all the time. Always something going, 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 going. And when I think about that, he said, man, how many many miles do you put on your car? Tess came home from college. She said, dad, my, my, my car needs an oil change. And she was right. It needed an oil change an oil change ago. If you know what I'm saying, it was like. 3,000 over the 3,000. I'm sure I helped her with that. And every vehicle that I have, the miles just keep racking up. Keep racking up. Why? Because it's go, 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 go. And I thought about that, Sister Butler. Do you know that every trip I take, every time we get in our vehicle, that the Lord goes with us? That we are here. How many near misses have we had? I could tell you about way too many, and that's the ones that I know about. He keeps us coming and going. You, whatever you do, whether it's just simply a trip to Walmart or if it's a trip to St. Louis or a trip where, here, there, or anywhere. Anytime you go, he keeps you. You're coming, you're going forever, always. I'm thankful for a God that he doesn't slumber, doesn't sleep. Keeps our foot from slipping. He's constant. He's there. He's our help. He's our hope. There's help and there's hope on that hill. Father, I pray tonight, God, for every person that's here, that you would help them, that you would help us, that you would be our help and our hope. We have 
those things that we deal with as we come and as we go. And we need you to preserve us, Father. I pray that you would preserve us. Keep us in our original state, that state of being filled with your spirit. God, I know that you are our help. I know that you are our hope. Help us to get to that hill. To have clean hands, a pure heart. To not swear deceitfully or be puffed up with vanity. I pray that you'd help each one of us to have that in our life. In Jesus' name. And the church said amen. Amen. God bless you. Thanks for being here. Don't forget, this weekend is a big weekend. You can help us. We'd appreciate it. First Responder Superhero Sunday.